This is for all the girls who grew up without strong geek role models to help them discover their geek dreams. For everyone who's ever been quizzed about their video game knowledge because girls don't play games. Geek Hearing is working to bring female identifying geeks into the prime to be the role models, dreams, and voices. About to show these boys how we do it. Higher, further, faster, baby. It's not about deserve. I'm not an owl! A girl has no name. There is something supernatural at work here. It's about what you believe. Did I stop on your mom? The guardian love you, son. Now on. You do as I do. You may the odds be ever in your favor. Are you ready for this? Are you ready for this? Welcome to Geek Hearing, a critical geek culture podcast where we talk about intersectional and inclusive feminism in a male-dominated environment. Hi, my name is Moni and with me today is my lovely, glorious, amazing Florida in the sunshine sitting on a bar stool that's a bit uncomfortable, but still glorious co-host Amanda. Hi, Amanda. How are you doing? Hi, I'm doing gloriously. Thank you. Gloriously. <laughs> Gloriously. I love uh, that for you. I'm, it may or may not be true, but you said it so many times that I feel like I need to adopt Glorious as my descriptor of this fine, fine Tuesday morning. Love that. I mean, you're in the sunshine, you fleet the cold, so I feel like that kind of fitting that. That's true. That's true. I, I did watch the sunrise over the lake this morning, and uh, um, because I've been awake since <laughs> a very, very early time, and... Um, that's a great start Ooh. to the day. I mean, the sunshine is a great sunrise, not the sunshine. Sunrise. The sunrise is a great start to the day, but on the other hand, the waking up, not so much. I know. It's okay. You get to see lots, all, all the gorgeous birds. So many birds here. And I, I like that a lot. That's some, some, some details for Yuffie right there. She can tell you all the, all, what all the birds are about. True. But I mean, I would only she be could. like bird. I wouldn't even be able to differentiate. It's a bird that's really. got a really big wingspan and a really small head. <laughs> a really? <laughs> that's what she said. It's a big wingspan and a really small head. I remember when mom and dad first bought this place and they moved in, they were telling me that they were watching these ducks out in the out in the lake and they were like, what are they doing? And then mom's like, they're fighting. And then they looked again and they're like, they're fornicating. <laughs> They're fornicating. Fornicating. What? And then they were what like, oh my word. god, we just watched duck porn. <laughs> <laughs> so you see everything down here, you know? You never know what you're going to get when you wake up and look out the window. <laughs> oh, wow. I mean, how many people or animals otherwise have you seen fornicating in front of your window? I mean... Okay, well, that's irrelevant. I'm just saying, like, it could happen. <laughs> All right. I mean, good for you, I guess. I don't know what to I say haven't this. Seen Congratulations. It. Oh, okay. <laughs> Yet. <laughs> yeah. Yep. That's, uh, so that's, that's how Florida goes sometimes. That's how Florida be. That's how Florida be. <laughs> Uh, love that for you no but it's really how long so, uh, are you how long are you over there three weeks three weeks three weeks i kind of thought this were, were going to be longer i know it's a, it's shorter than it normally is when i come to north america it's usually like two months or 11 months or oh she accidentally moved home <laughs> is she ever coming back <laughs> Hello. 
I mean, fascinating, fascinating situation though. Well, that, that can that technically happen, but that's the glory of being self-employed because nobody gives a fuck where you actually live. It's true. I mean, it's aside true. from governments, maybe. Well, governments and <laughs> I mean, friends they have big who opinions. like live in one place and they're like, I miss you. Are you coming home? <laughs> no, mm. no, sorry. I, li- I live here. Nope. Now. No, thanks. and then you leave, and then your friends from there are like, "Are you ever coming back?" And it's like, "No, <laughs> no, no, I live over here now." <laughs> Never travel life. Yeah. So, but but it, it also is, means like, really a lot weird of friends all over weeks. the world. That's kind of cool. It is. Yeah, I also I, I kind of thought it was five. Not that two additional weeks makes a massive difference, but here we are. I mean, it kind head, of it does. I was talking to my D and D friends the other night. The ones that are here, I, I realize I have many groups of D and D friends, but the ones that live in Canada, who I was like playing D and D with two to three times a week when I was here for ten months stretch last year, um, and I was like, so I'm in your time zone (laughs) uh, so i but they've parked my character in a place that is inaccessible at the minute so it's kind of like oh Oh, no which is fine but it's like if we unpark her and i play then we need to find a way to park her again (laughs) (laughs) oh i mean the dm can figure something out oh yeah i've actually been like role-playing with him uh, in text messages, like over Messenger, um, role playing, like what's happening to my character right now, so that um, if, if and when I do get to play, I can be like, I had such a great adventure. Look at all the stuff that I did. This is so cool. <laughs> cool. Well, that's so cool. I love yeah. that. It's very, what an investment D&D is into emotional and life and creativity and things. It's just mind blowing. I love it. Love it. Anyways, like, how are you? We've talked, about, well, we've talked about me for like, five minutes here your turn how are you are you glorious i don't know today is not a glorious day today is a day that you could (laughs) technically take as it is and like put it away and not that's because it's particularly bad or whatever but i've wasted so much time doing max doing doing absolutely nothing while looking particularly busy (laughs) Mm. you also had your accident so I did have my accident. I'd like a proper I wasn't sure old if you're going to tell anyone, but like, oh, I yeah, just wanted... Totally fine. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like a proper old lady slipped in the shower. <laughs> and I smashed my shin, my chin, no, my cheek, my shin, my cheek, and the palm of my other, the other side of my hand right into the walls and, and steps and shit. So... <laughs> A fall less embarrassing. I mean, <laughs> my shin doesn't look great. I can't wait for this to turn blue so I look like as if my boyfriend is punching me. <laughs> because that's particularly something I look forward to. And the palm of my hand hurts, like, right here. Mm-hmm. Um, because that's where I like kind of ca- caught myself while kissing the wall. <laughs> um, I, I don't wall. think my sh- my shin looks great, but uh, because that's in pain and it was kind of swollen when I last looked at it, and I think it's gonna get really, really blue. But we will see. Oh, Again, no. not haven't looked at it since this morning, but it, but the pain is with me. <laughs> but yeah, that that that's what happens when you run away <laughs> from a potential person who rang the doorbell <laughs> and you just kind of want to avoid every contact so you're like i'm just gonna go into the shower real quick so that i don't have to do, do, so i can avoid this interaction and it was, hilarious. was it even very quick and it was probably just karma being like don't be a fucking idiot 
But I'm, I mean, I take it. It was worth it. <laughs> totally worth it. <laughs> Dork. <sighs> yeah. I don't know why. I don't know why it happened. It just happened. My leg just like slid away. And then I made Did they like make a- that noise as well? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I just made like some half splits there. And then I caught it was, yeah, it was an adventure for sure. And then you were on your ass and shin. And cheek. That was kind of mm. on my on my knees <laughs> because of how I felt. It was very it was very stupid as complicated, but it's fine. It's, I'm I'm not gonna die. Um, I well, think. that's comforting. <laughs> I'm really glad you're not gonna die. Yeah, I don't think anybody. Like, I mean, maybe some people did, but I have. I'm not. I don't plan on leaving this earth by a slip in the shower. I mean, I can't promise that, but. Um, the sleep in the shower won't won't be the reason because okay. that would be really fucking pathetic and I'm not here for that. True. True. <laughs> um, just as an aside, can you hear somebody hammering in my background? I can't. No? That doesn't mean that it's not there, but I really can't. But I also only have you in one ear. I'm, ju- I just, I'm just trying to make sure because, I mean, I can't do anything about it. But um, there is somebody hammering and I'm like, apartment life. Apartment, apartment life. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's not that you don't have weird shit happening in the house as well. We have <sighs> children and lawnmowers and tractors and shit. Yeah, track tractors. Track. I don't tractors. remember what day grass cutting is, but that's gonna be a thing that I think I'm gonna have to navigate around <laughs> to. It's only three weeks, apparently. And then we will meet already, almost. Do you know that I am recording, like, seven things in the three weeks that I'm here? And I'm like... What the fuck, man? This is so many things. (laughs) That is not great planning, (laughs) that. I mean, production life? Yeah, Yeah. I guess so. Yeah, I guess so. I mean, you chose that life, so I feel like that's that's, that's your crooks to carry. Yeah, that's fine. But yeah, no which means in three three weeks, four weeks, then we already need to ask people about meeting and shit because otherwise it's just never going to happen. Yeah, that's true. If you're in London um, the second week of March, like let us know because maybe we can hang out. Yes. Cool. But this okay. is not why we're here today. We don't plan for hookups. I mean, I'm having a hookups. great time though, so maybe we I should mean, just don't, talk shit. No, no. We can just um, talk when we can. <laughs> No, for sure. No, we're here to talk about quite a serious discussion that Bonnie and I had uh, started together on Friday. It's true, Friday, yeah. Yeah, and we were like, like, why was it so late in the week? Episode topic. Yes, and here we are. Mm -hmm. It is also not researched, it's more of a a personal experience. Exactly, personal experience. Because I also do think that not a lot of people. Like, I haven't heard personal experiences about this before, and I feel like more people need to talk about this, even mm-hmm. if it's just personal experiences, because otherwise, because then you're like, oh, this is me, you know? That's, exactly. that's why That's why we're doing this. Yes. <clears throat> so we are talking about um, polycystic ovary syndrome, or PCOS, or PCOS, um, as it might may or may not be known as people keep saying oh you have pcos and i'm like i've never heard anybody call it that before so yes i do okay <laughs> i heard it for the first time now you saying it so i'm, I'm like is this I'm a like, thing that was call it PCOS? <laughs> i don't know nobody here calls pcos no um 
And somebody even called it PCO, and I was like, PCO. There it did. That sounds like it, some kind of We called it PCO here. Really? I'm like, there is an S there. It's not PCOS here. I know, but it's because it's the PCO syndrome. Yeah. So that's why they switch it up. The PCO. Uh, they, that's why they don't so call it PCOS. PCOS. Liz PCOS. calls it PCOS. We don't have peacocks. <laughs> I wish. That'd be so much better. So, Moni, for people who don't know, what is PCOS? <laughs> that's a good... Well, PCOS is a... Well, is it a metabolical syndrome? It's like a, well, it's a thing that people with uteruses get. Let's just call it that. And it actually has entailed so many things that for a very long time, I wasn't aware. And especially actually until last Friday, (laughs) I wasn't aware how much it actually entails. Um, But basically, it's something that um, people with uteruses get diagnosed with potentially very early on at the uh, on the moment they start with their what's it called period they start to menstruate um can also happen like later in your life which is uh, something that they that people kind of have or develop um and some symptoms like that are that you're um, fat, you have high testosterone, um therefore you also have like probably quite a few hairs growing where usually they're not really growing especially when you're um um born with uterus and uh what else uh, a lack of a regular period like a very irregular oh, yeah. period and potentially having actual cysts inside your ovaries yes and also acne is also part of it like people with pcos often can have really really bad skin as well and um yeah this also brings up some other things that, for example, I wasn't aware that this is an actual issue until maybe last week or maybe like not fully aware of that because the way I got to know that I had this was because I went to the OBGYN doing the regular checking thing. They just mentioned this as something, as something on the side and it's never been really talked about it again. Like, it's not something that somebody said to me, oh, look, you have this. This is what will cause X, Y, Z. Um, in fact, it was just a thing that I was not massively concerned with because having irregular periods is not the worst thing on the planet. It's <laughs> <laughs> true. <laughs> Especially when you're not really one who celebrates them, which is very like an, as a lot of people celebrate having them and enjoy having them or whatever. I personally am not one of those. I'm fine with not having anything happen like this. So I was just like, eh, whatever. I just please like three times a year nowadays, maybe one time a year. That's totally fine with me and sounds way better than having it happen 20, every 28 fucking days. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Liz says um, she was diagnosed at 16, told that uh, she might have fertility issues and that was the reason why um, she was a fussy butt and told and told no more. Yeah, I don't even think anybody told me anything about anything related to that, to be honest. Um, I definitely didn't have anything like that told to me. I think I was 12 when I got diagnosed, when I had like an ultrasound and um, like was, ha- had it all checked out. And like, 
because I, I have to have been around 12, maybe 13, because like I got my period early. I got it when I was 11 and mm-hmm. I was living in the States at that time. And I guess something was wrong. I mean, I know something was wrong because obviously, well, I don't want to get too uh, detailed, but things were not great um, with it. And so mom took me to, to the doctor and yeah, I got referred and got diagnosed at 12 or 13 um, with BCOS and not really told anything about it at the time. Like just like, oh, you've got some cysts on your ovaries. Um and you're going to have like a weird period. Um, but like, that was kind of it. Then we moved back to Canada. And I mean, my, my, my doctor, and he was a doctor that I had like when I was a baby. So like my, my lifelong family doctor, he li- mm-hmm. literally like treated my entire family, my grandparents, my mom, all of my aunts oh, and wow. uncles, all of my cousins, like he was, he was our doctor. Um, and he, uh, he didn't really care. He was just like, you know, um, the only thing I could really do for you is put you on birth control. And I was like, well, I don't really want to be on birth control. Um, but yeah, I, I'm fine. He's like, do you care that you don't have a period? And I was like, well, no, not really. Um, cause what teenage girl is like, I really want my yes, period. Every month. That's great. <laughs> that's Cause not me. That's such a great experience. It's like wonderful, especially mm-hmm. in the 90s early 2000s when the period products weren't as elaborate as they are nowadays you're just like yeah whatever what it's fine yeah exactly (laughs) so um when i moved over to northern ireland and i got a new doctor and like i had all my medical records shipped for i don't even remember how much it was to ship them but it was it was not cheap and so they had access to all of my files and i was like so yeah um, you can see my files like i've got pcos like polycystic ovaries you know should i be should we be doing anything about this like i'm in my 20s now um i feel like we should do something like i don't know i did it just i is it something you just sit there and they were like do you want to have a baby and i was like I mean, not not particularly. They're like, well, then we have nothing to worry about. And I was like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> nothing sure? to worry nothing about. To worry about. <laughs> and then years later, you find out accidentally, well, not accidentally, because you are on some path of looking up things, you realize that, hey, there are other issues that are, con- there, that, that are also um affected by said thing that everybody just keeps pointing out to you and you just feel like the biggest piece of shit for this not being right and when in fact this is all connected for example i i always have really shit vitamin d levels and they literally said to me at the doctor's office my vitamin d levels are um those of a small child just born or the ones of or comparable to very old people who can't leave their house anymore which translates to me you're such a lazy bastard you're not leaving the house enough therefore you have a shit vitamin d level only like three weeks ago did i accidentally come across an article because i was reading up on other things that this is a side effect of pcos as well and I'm just like, huh? huh. What? <laughs> like, like that? That makes that makes a difference, right? I have something that is, yeah. It's they, they, like I never in my life, as you say, they put you on the birth. They put you on birth control, um, so you get the pill prescribed, and. Then you're like, well, even when you're like 16 and then you don't deal with it well and you're like, I don't really want these artificial hormones. And in my head, it didn't make sense, right? So so uh, I know that there was one conversation with my OBGYN about this where, where I was like, 
how, what, what can be done about this? And she just said, yeah, you can take the, the anti-baby pill and or the birth control pill, whatever. And, and then you, and then you end like you, you stop with that. And then you hope the, the, the cycle is normal again. And in my head, that made no sense. Right. Like, mm -hmm. how can I, like, all I'm training my body to do is not work properly already with some artificial hormones that I already can't deal with properly. Um, yeah, and Faith says in chat, my sister has PCOS and I guarantee she has not been told this. 100%, I swear. This because is doctors like... doctors don't care to tell people. They're just like, unless it's a, like, I don't even know, like, even, even to say, like, um, unless you're dying, they don't really care. And especially, like, women. Women's health is so under-researched and underfunded. And, like, doctors, male doctors especially, don't really care. Um... And exactly like Faye says, the doctor is only about addressing weight. And it's like, uh-huh. So, okay, but we're struggling to lose weight. Can you help us lose weight? So that is, I, I had that. I had that. I went to the doctor and I was like, I am really struggling to lose weight. I've been going to the gym dedicated for like four months, five months, six months, seven months. I've had this process quite a few times now. Um, I'm like, I'm eating well. I'm tracking my food, like everything that's in my mouth. And I lost eight pounds in like a 10 month stretch. And I'm like, this is a struggle. Like what's going on? And what did they do? They put me on medication that made me like, it was not pleasant. <laughs> it was going to be very graphic. I'm like, actually, <laughs> it made me like, actually. it was not pleasant. <laughs> it was like a very expensive medication and it made it so that my body physically could not process fat. So you can imagine how unpleasant that was. Um, wow. So I had to like not eat any additional fat and just, and like if I did, it was, it was a bad time. I'm going to, I'm just going to leave it there. It was a bad time. And you had prophoraspis for a very long time is what you're saying. Uh, yes, but it wasn't even like aspis. It was just like fat. Ooh. Like, it was gross. It was awful. Like, it was not nice. Like, you know, never mind. I really want to tell you, but I also like it's really gross. So I'm like, oh, mm, mm. <laughs> if you if you if you uh, if if you don't want to hear, just stop listening. It was like the oil you get on top of um, like a really oily, greasy Indian takeaway that like those globs. Ew. Of orange and that was what was coming out of me. And I'm like, how is this like, how is this the solution? How oh, does this fucking is I've been so sorry that you are not discussing, but it's just it's just pissing me off to a degree um where it, like I can't even I can't even voice that anymore because I'm so annoyed because as people in chat often say, one there are a couple of things that are mentioned. Most of the time most of the time people are overweight. Um the hair issue and the the uh, vitamin D issue, the losing weight issue, the um insulin resistance which is also part of like getting you, you you tend to be affected with diabetes more also because you're and then you have all of this take all of these things separately and the first thing that people say to you is you're too fat and you need to lose weight. So on the one hand, you're too fat and you have you have PCOS because you're too fat, but you're also too fat because you have PCOS, right? So, and nobody's fucking giving a shit about it. All they say, all they do is blame you for your own situation, but nobody's helping you. Like, and nobody's mm -hmm. even giving you the full picture situation. And based on what, what 
the reason why it even came up for me is because we're going to this clinic about fertility situation now. And the doctor to me just said, I need to make do do this um, glucose resistancy thing. And then I potentially get something in combination with folic acid that will help the re insulin resistancy thing. So now I'm like, well, now I get something if I want it. But it, during my everyday life, otherwise nobody gives a fuck or what? Like just because there is potential, like we want to potentially have a child. This is why it's important enough for you to now support me in it. But in mm -hmm. my, in the 38 years, minus 12 24 years that I've been living with the fucking period and having issues with it already. Nobody gives a fuck and just blames me for everything. Mm -hmm. Like for, for being too fat, for not moving enough. for Like fuck all of you. Like, where fuck, has literally, the support been for all, all of, of these years? Where has been the help to get us so that we aren't at this point? Nobody it, it, cares. It's not there. No one cares. There isn't a bigger... There isn't a bigger... Like you can't the sign couldn't be any bigger that says fuck you all we don't give a shit right in your face mm -hmm. then like I've never felt it so I've never felt this so hard than right at this moment because I'm like well fuck you. like fuck you so hard literally yeah it's very true um so because the doctors didn't care I kind of didn't care either did you get to that point Anyone? Because I was like, well, if they're not concerned, I shouldn't be concerned. Right? I was kind of, I never kind of really did. Again, there were, there were I, I was always fat. So that when people in society tells you you're the worst person for being fat already anyway. So you just sit with that separate, there are so many separate issues connected to it, right? So you just sit with that guilt of being fat all the time, which everybody says is your own fucking fault anyway. And I know to a degree it is because I really like food and whatever. And also, um, so, so you just sit with this guilt so, so you kind of shove that aside, and then there are other things that you well are not that pre that massively problematic. So you just sit with your fat guilt and with your hair, and just sit, start find hair in places that you don't want it to grow, and you're just desperate over this. But because everybody makes you feel like you're it's your own fault, I didn't go anywhere else. Like, I'm just like, well, I'm fat. If I just lost weight, then it would be better. And that's what it was for me, too. Like, I lost a lot of weight around my tw 20 or 24 when I was around that age. And it was better than it was. It was more regular than and whatever. But at the same time, I was 24 that time, like then, mm -hmm. you know, and there were other things going on in my life why that worked for me back then. But like, I didn't go anywhere else. I just felt guilty on my own accord. And I just felt bad for all the separate symptoms that I had no idea were actually connected. Mm -hmm. yeah, the only one that I really knew was the hair. And the hair is is a problem. Like, I I know we've had this conversation a few times, especially on Twitter. I remember there, there was one time that we were like, yep, lots of PCOS uh, people have beards. Um, and it's, it's awkward as fuck sometimes. Um, and that was like the only time that, or the only thing that had that I was really concerned about. I was just like, I wish I didn't have this like neck, neck and chin hair. Like that would be great. Um, but there's so much more to it. There's so much more to it. And it was only recently, like, and by recent I mean within the last three or four years, um, because I work mostly with medical and wellness podcasts, um, and one of the doctors had on a lady who specializes in PCOS treatment. 
And I was like, ah, what? <laughs> <laughs> I listened to her episode and I was like, I'm sorry, what? And then the, all of this is affected by PCOS. And then I was like, she has a book. So I immediately bought the book. I'm like, bought the book, read it cover to cover and was just like, oh my God, this explains so much. There is so much going on here. And holy shit, why aren't we told this? Why aren't we helped through this? Why is it this one random American doctor who's specializing in PCOS? And I'm like halfway around the world. And that's how I find out about it through a fluke of a podcast coincidence. And I'm, it's, it's not great. It's not fair that we have to do so much searching on our own. And I know that the medical system is very broken, but still. <laughs> I also think a lot of the things can't be so separate, right? Like, um, I want to also come back to a few comments in chat because mm -hmm. a lot of people are sharing their experiences as well. And I don't want to be like, we're not listening or not reading, but just to throw it out there. I like, I literally had a blood test at an OBGYN's doctor's office. Like mm -hmm. the, the OBGYN looked at my face and told me the, my, my vit vitamin D levels. We also just five minutes before talked about my hair. The only thing she said, it's not that bad. It could be worse. So even, even the doctor who is supposed to have this as some kind of specialty, because I mean, you can't, this is like, where do people with uteruses come to and get this information? Obviously in one of those doctor's offices, right? Even she didn't put this, those two things together for me. She didn't put together for me that, oh, you have PCOS, so that's also affecting your vitamin D levels. All she did was give me vitamin D tablets. But mm -hmm. she doesn't connect it for me, and nobody else connects it for you. And I can't think it, it can't be so fucking difficult to have like, hmm, this person has already looks like is a bit fat and maybe has a lot of hair because you can't tell me you can't see my arm hair when you take my blood right so the next thing is like oh the vitamin d levels are shit oh that's probably connected just like this this is a checklist that it, that it's that it, it's all right so this potentially 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 then maybe have ask question does the person have pcos yes okay then you can say okay this is connected so you have vitamin d levels all because of that I had a test about like full on check a couple of years ago. My pancreas is too older than I was obviously also to do with insulin. Did they ever ask me if I have anything else? Nobody gives a shit. No. Mm -hmm. How am I supposed to connect the dots when people who are trained in this field are not connecting the dots for me? Like, wh But they're wh not what? trained in this they're not trained they're trained in their thing and they are not trained to connect all of these random things to help somebody with our condition because we are people with uteruses and they don't really care because we don't have penises and for all of these years for like almost the entire history of of medicine it has been about the the male, the penis form. Like that is the only medicine that is studied up until very, very recently. And there are more people studying women's health and people with uterus health. And so it's a systemic problem, not an individual doctor problem. There are great doctors who will con yeah. connect the dots and who will help you. But on the whole, it is a systemic problem that women's health and people with uterus health have long been neglected and th these patterns and these 
um, symptoms showing up across people with and, and commonalities, like it's overlooked because of a systemic option or a systemic issue more than anything. And also, I think it's, we are not so low in numbers because mm -hmm. I think there are more people having this than you actually know. Like they say, it's just a small percentage of people. They're mm -hmm. already in this, like, let's say we're 10 people here. There are already four who have it. And and mm -hmm. other people in the conversation are like, hmm, that sounds familiar. Maybe I have a look now. But that, Because maybe you're not that fat and maybe you're not that hairy, but maybe there are other things going on for you that are the same. And that also mean that you have it because there are some indicators that you don't need to have all of them, right? And so, so... <sighs> And Aaron mm -hmm. says, watched, watched his mom go through that and the best friend as well. Yeah, and you just deal with it and nobody gives a fuck. And a couple mm -hmm. of people also mentioned, um, Gemma said she's having actual cysts that are bursting and nobody cares. Like she's no. in pain, she's suffering and nobody gives a shit. And it says, the wildest maybe you should lose some weight. It's like, ha, <laughs> there's literal things exploding in my body. But no, I'll just lose weight and that will go away. No problem. Yeah, and also Liz, Liz said um, they had a review about the sleep apne ap ap apnea. I don't know how you say it in English. Sleep apnea. Sleep apnea. Um, and the nurse asked if she had any other conditions, and she was like, oh, PCOS, but that's not linked, is it? And she said, it's totally linked. So sleep apnea and PCOS is linked as well. Like how the actual fuck nobody mm -hmm. fucking knows. Honestly, honestly. And that's it, right? Also, Gemma says that hormone issues are a system-wide issue. It impacts so much. Mm -hmm. Get, we're just too fat to do anything about it. Oh, and yeah, if yeah. literally everywhere you go, the first, nobody is actually looking behind the curtain. Everybody just sees that you're fat and that's it. Like yeah, that, that's the reason like, for I'm, literally I'm everything. Like if it was that easy to just lose weight, do you not think that maybe we would, like some of us would? If it was as easy as saying, like, just lose weight, like, someone without a, 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 a like, metabolic syndrome. <laughs> yeah, honestly. <sighs> um, it's, so, thing... it's just so... Go ahead. Go ahead. No, you go no ahead. I just wanted to say it's so fucking infuriating, but I already said that 3,000 times today <laughs> because I'm so annoyed. <laughs> so annoyed. Duck this. <laughs> duck this. Seriously. Duck this. Duck, <laughs> duck this. <laughs> um... No, so I'm. Uh, I will recommend the book that I read. It's called PCOS SOS, and it's by Dr. Felice Gersh. And I'll put that in the show notes. A link to it. Um, and be because hearing her speak and then reading was so eye opening to me. And frank, like it was a really frank discussion about like how people, like the medical system, has has neglected women's Failed health for so long. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, and how she is focusing her research to help people with PCOS. And mm -hmm. um, and then, like, some really practical things that you can do to try to alleviate your symptoms, like with supplements and with exercise and with uh, helping reset your metabolic clock, which is another thing, like, because we should be trying to, like, wake up in the morning with the sun and getting outside for a walk. Like that's one of the things she's like, that is really helpful to setting, resetting your metabolic clock, metabolic. That's not the right word. Is it? 
circadian no circadian rhythm that's the one i remember um, you telling me this yeah 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 ages um, ago because you, exp- you you recommended the book to me but i never read it in the end mm-hmm. i should have um, read it i guess it, it genuinely genuinely is a really good book it recommends like supplements as well um and just the importance of like getting the morning light in the morning especially if you can go outside and get it um and uh strength training as well and i know that liz has just said that like weight training is something that helped her lose weight but plateaued because of the insulin resistance and i i get that but strength training is one of the things that can help your your metabolism help your um it's good for so many things um even weight loss aside um like it's one of the things that will keep you healthier for longer um in terms of Mm -hmm. like exercise um Sorry, one of my other podcast clients is is all about the strength training, and um, she's all, she, she's a medical doctor. She's actually really awesome, um, and I really love her podcast. Um, but it's very like this is why you want to do strength training. Um, like it's very good, um, and yeah, like Jinx says, strength training is really great for uterus havers, especially as we age. Um, I just yeah. got distracted by Gemma's comment. That she says she can't explain. Uh, I can't explain to you how much the cysts actually impact me. Like I had one burst last week and lost five pounds afterwards. How am I supposed yeah. to work out effectively when the rupture when they rupture with typical movement? Like Jesus fucking Christ! I need some medical support here, honestly. Honestly, yeah. Um, it's you know it's um it's so common as well. And I have I had a a work friend years and years ago. Um, and she, she was not, she was not fat, but she had a belly and she had been trying to get pregnant and she couldn't, and she couldn't. And she's like, um, you know, I, I can't, I can't lose weight, but I can't, uh, I can't lose this bulge in my stomach, but I also can't get pregnant. And eventually she went to the doctor and they did an ultrasound and she had a cyst the size of a football, like a soccer ball. And they were like, yeah, I'm not joking. The size of a soccer ball. And they were like, did you not know that this was there? Like, could you not feel it? She was like, I just thought I was fat. Like, I just thought that I couldn't lose this weight in my belly. And it was only like trying to get pregnant that I was like, maybe there's something wrong. So she had surgery, had it removed, um, like, and it was a gigantic cyst. And she got pregnant like a month later. And like, but it also shouldn't be made. The only premise for people to give a shit should not be because they want children. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Exactly, and it, and, and this is all what pieces me off even more. Doctors only care about your health if you want to have a baby. It's like there's more <sighs> reasons to be healthy. There's more reasons to want to better your life, and I am like Gemma says so much more than a baby making machine or a failed baby making machine because we got too much shit going on in our uterus to actually have a baby. Like there's so many things going on. That we just don't know about. Yeah. Uh, Faith is right when she says, but also why are we surprised when we hear stories uh, about women, stories like this about women, when women are forced to ignore their symptoms all the fucking time? Mm -hmm. It's like they tell you that this is all unrelated all the time. So now when you have something going on, it's, why did you not notice? Well, because everybody kept also always saying, telling telling me I'm just fat and I need to lose weight and whatever. And some people just can't lose it at, the start, at this particular place or whatever bullshit. Mm-hmm. 
Oh God, Jinx. Jinx having a minor stroke years ago and it's uh, and it's okay. I just need to power through it. Yeah. Jesus fucking Christ, Jinx. <sighs> <sighs> Fuck the patriarchy. Honestly, the I'm patriarchy. so annoyed. Honestly, yeah. Okay, so we've been very doom and gloom. Let's talk about some like positive things. Things that have helped us cope with it that we didn't maybe didn't know or things that we have learned or th- some things that we can share and maybe i don't know just share some i don't know any of that stuff <laughs> mm. sorry i just want to mention what Gemma also said i also deserve health care even if i'm fat even if mm-hmm. i'm fat and it's totally caused by my own doing i still deserve health care that yeah. is fucking true also <sighs> yeah yeah Sorry, I was just, um, Liz was also saying, uh, I would like a trusted medical professional's help, not some fucking MLM girl boss selling me diarrhea tea or some cis dude without a personal training certificate telling me to get on a treadmill with someone my shitty sister has tried to palm uh, on me in the past. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. I think nobody gives a shit that we are not, like, do people think we don't know? Like, do people think we don't know that we're fat and this is news that they tell us? Like, mm-hmm. what do they think we've never looked in the mirror once or looked down on ourselves that we not don't know? But also, why the fuck are we less worthy because of it? Like, mm-hmm. why do you give a shit? You need to treat me and fuck off. Like, honestly. It's my problem if I'm sick or not. Like, I need to deal with it, but you don't get to judge me for it. You need to help me. And just because I'm fat, that's not what it says in the, what's it called? The oath that doctors need to make. Hippocratic oath. That's not what it says. It says you don't need to help people as long as they're not fat. You need to help everyone. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't even mention that when I was in Canada last year, um, I went to the doctor about an unrelated issue and told them that I also have PCOS and that I had to get re-diagnosed like 30 years later, 20 years later. I was like, are, are you, what? Like, why do I need to go through this again? Also, what shit is this? So shit. So shit. Because on the one hand, there are already a bunch of symptoms that you already have. Like, what What the fuck do you need to re-diagnose then all of a mm-hmm. sudden? Like, what? Mm-hmm. And then to, to do what with it? To, to see if you actually really need help like what do you what what is this even what what does this mean yeah like i mean i don't know i, if I, I only have get any my cre- period like five times a year and when i do i bleed for like one day surely this can't be normal mm, well technically you actually don't quite fall into the abnormal period category really yeah right really? right right <laughs> uh Oh, we did a blood test, and your androgen levels are actually fine. Oh, really? What about everything else? Fuck all of that. Oh, I also have one fun story that that kind of correlates with that. Because I voiced early on in my growing up journey that I grow hair that I don't want to grow. And then because my uh, doctor then basically the one reason that you have is that the one thing that they do for you is giving you the pill. I didn't feel good with that. I was like, I don't want to do that. It makes no sense to me. So instead, they gave me another medicine. And this medicine was a hormone pill or whatever. And 
I felt so bad with it. Like emotionally, I don't know. I, I was I, like, I, I don't know how long I could have taken this medicine without trying to end me because I was felt so bad about myself and about life and about everything. And only later did I find out that this medicine that they give me is a anti-cancer medicine that they give men with prostate cancer to reduce like that because they are not allowed to have a lot of testosterone because it makes the cancer worse. So that's what they gave me. Like, and even though I have higher testosterone levels, my testosterone levels are still not as high as a man's testosterone level, right? So mm -hmm. they just basically shot with a big, massive cannon at a tiny fucking bird. And I just, I almost died in, the, like, almost died in the process. But I felt so bad that, like, it, 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 it ruined me for a while just because I had to take this crap and help me not in the slightest. So there is also literally no, no, like, like and the and the shoulder shrug situation with which it was dealt with at the same time i'm just like Meh, whatever mm -hmm. kind of thing and you just feel like everything is wrong with you everything is wrong you are the thing that's that everything's wrong with and it's not nobody else whatever mm -hmm. yeah um so we've had some comments in chat just like about more specific things that PCOS can Im like impact. And I think that that's one of the issues with diagnosing PCOS is that there are so many different things and not every person with PCOS, PCOS, PCOS has everything. PCOS. PCOS, hey. Um, and so like, and, and I recognize that there is a difficulty in diagnosing it. And that's why they really t do take it down to three core criteria um, for diagnosis. And if you have like two of the three, that's how you get diagnosed. But the, it's like, which is um, the over, the cysts in the ovaries um, on a regular period and... Um, Testosterone level, hair? Um, hair. Mm -hmm. um, so like those are the three three things that they do like they base your diagnosis on, but it impacts your vitamin D levels, your B12, your insulin resistance, your sleep apnea, your um, your mood, your generalized anxiety, your depression, your, oh my God, what, what are the other things? Um, your magnesium, your ability to process nutrients and vitamins, um, your weight loss ability, um, or your ability to lose weight, your cholesterol, your, um, oh yeah, cholesterol, uh, hair loss. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. And thin hair. Hi. Hi. <laughs> I'm waving from the thin hair faction. <laughs> Hi. My, my hairdresser told me for the very first time in my life that I have thin hair and I was like, no, no, I have thick hair. And he's like, no, you have a lot of hair. But it's thin. And I was like, oh, really? What? <laughs> oh, so, wow. And I am 36. <laughs> I was like, how? <laughs> I am um, 36. Took, took some math, actually. Um, yeah. And I have in my entire life thought that I have thick hair. Like, but no. Um, so... And yeah, it's not just a fat woman's condition. Slimmer people have PCOS too. Like we have, mm. Moni and I have have a shared friend who is quite slender and she has PCOS. I don't know who you're talking about, but I'm just nodding. 
You need to tell me afterwards. Okay. <laughs> oh yeah, so, I think I remember. Oh, yeah, that we know. I remember. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I remember now. I remember now. Uh huh. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's true. So has like issues does, with it, oh low iron levels. Has oh, issues yes. with acne, um, dermatitis oh, yeah. massively, and mm-hmm. just recently she, she's been taking antibiotics against her skin regularly. It comes out in waves regularly. Mm-hmm. Um, she never knows what it's from. She thinks it's recently she thought it's from jewelry. Stopped wearing that nickel thing, and then um, recently. Um, went to a different doctor and they've asked her if her iron levels are low because the iron levels also affect the skin took iron iron um pills skin got way better also bits of pcos mm-hmm. yeah so yep there are so many things so many different ways that it can affect you and impact your life um and it sucks and we deserve better People yeah. with uteruses, people with PCOS deserve better healthcare. Um, and when I say, like, I understand why it's difficult to diagnose, I do understand. But that doesn't mean that we shouldn't get better healthcare. I mean, there are so many other things that are difficult to diagnose. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, not everything that we fucking have is easy to diagnose, but people still diagnose it properly. Or, like, mm-hmm. at least give a shit. Yeah. But here, nobody give. I feel like this is one of the classic things where you can visibly see, see that nobody gives a fuck and it's infuriating because it's affecting so many people and it's annoying as fuck and all it all you end up with is feel shit about yourself. But in the it, but in reality, nobody ever dealt with your situation properly and that's why you feel even worse about yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there. Apparently, according to Dr. Felish Gersh, my my uh, guru on this, um, there is like a what? Oh my god, I had the word in my head. A um, evolutionary reason why some people why PCOS exists, and it has something to do with um, the, the stamina and endurance levels, and how during like winter people with PCOS have a have more endurance to be able to go out and like fend during the harder times and um interesting um and to like run away from predators faster um because if managed properly which 95 percent of people with pcos probably don't because of all of the reasons that we just talked about but if managed properly it can actually be beneficial to your life um because of these the 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 higher testosterone the higher levels of endurance like it, it it's a thing, apparently. I don't know. I, I obviously do not know very much about this, but I'm, that's that's what she says. Mm. Um, so, yeah. Gemma says a 24-year-old guy with a porn addiction can go to the doctor and get Viagra with no questions asks about underlying issues. How are we presenting multiple issues and they can't see the common link? It's true. Seriously. Mm-hmm. It's very true. Um, now we did some, I, I don't remember exactly who it was. I think maybe Liz asked in, uh, the chat at some point, did we have any shaving tips? Well, what I just recently figured out is apparently that this, uh, uh, what is it called? A safety razor. Safety razor? Mm-hmm. They're like less safe, but they're called safety razors. That makes no sense because I cut myself with it all the time and it bleeds like a fucking... I cut myself so badly a couple weeks ago that I was like, is my neck ever going to stop bleeding? (laughs) 
it's, yeah. So, but it's like the uh, the environmentally friendly razor ones where you buy the razor and the razor blade and not the throwaway ones that you get. I got one just recently because I was like, I'm going to try this now. I kind of want it and I try this now. This makes such a difference with the hair growth, growth afterwards. Mm-hmm. I had no idea and I can't explain why it's different. But I feel like they come out less bulky that it come out thinner for some reason makes no sense to me in my head because I do think they do the same thing or supposed to do the same thing but for some reason it's not or maybe it's just the first try and it feels different I don't know no I also find that like my my leg hair especially is a bit on the thinner side than yeah from using a safety razor than from using anything else um I don't I so I don't think it's just something that we're making up um because yeah. like it feels better um it feels like a closer shave um and like i'm just looking down at my currently unshaven legs um <laughs> and like I, f- I feel like it comes in a little bit thinner than than it has with just using like a shitty plastic razor um yeah my only gripe with safety razors is that and i don't know how like eco-friendly digital nomads do this because they have said in Facebook groups in the past that they have no issues traveling with safety razors in their carry-on luggage. Bullshit. I have almost had my razor taken away and instead I was just like, just take the blades and we'll just keep my razor. I just wish they were easier to travel with. That's what I kept wondering. I never used it for travel because I'm like, nah, this Mm -hmm. was too expensive to just give away to some weird security dude. Um, Mm -hmm. Oh, wow. Yeah. I traveled once with it and it was fine. And then like the next time they were like, you can't travel with a oh, with a razor blade like this. And I was like, I literally just want to shave my legs, man. That's it. Made my pits. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and carry on luggage, right? You can tr- you yeah. transport it in. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. You yeah, but I never use, have, case, I never but... have checked in luggage anymore. So I'm like. Exactly. So I try to be this like environmentally friendly person um, with like an environmentally friendly razor. This is just a total aside from the PCOS. Um, and <laughs> not buy plastic razors anymore. But I travel so much and so often and with hand luggage only. And because I need to shave my fucking neck every single day, I need to buy plastic razors. Yeah. So, yeah. Honestly. Mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah. I mean, I also use the epilation thing sometimes on that areas that you usually don't want to. It doesn't do anything? Not a thing. I've tried really? everything over the years. Um, those like crystal pads that you like rub the hair off. Yeah. Nope. Those like little things that you um, like, like an epilator, but my mom has one for her mustache and I've tried it and I'm like, it's all too fucking oh, this painful. Is exhausting. Is what it is. So I bought a bigger one and it doesn't do a thing. Um, Nair is, is, is kind of good, but it's also like, what? Nair, like a hair removal cream. That's that's oh that's not no, bad. that never works it's, for me in any of the places. It works because I tried for so long not to shave my face, um, like not mm. my my neck, like so I would nair it, um, and I put nair here. And I remember being like uh, living in a hostel in Edinburgh, like that was a really long time ago in two thousand and six, um, and like, I did that. Still didn't work. Yeah, sit. Oh no, it it did. Um, sitting in like 
a bathroom stall in the only out-of-the-way bathroom with, like, Nair all over my neck and playing Snake on my little phone and because uh, I had to wait for so long. And I was just like, yep. So I have, like, a really high score on Snake. Um, and, like, wiping it off because, like, I didn't want to shave every day. But then, like, because Nair, you have to let it grow in. And I remember, like, people sa- saying to my to my girlfriend at the time as well, or my girlfriend, like, the not at the time. I didn't have a girlfriend and we were broken up. Anyways, um, and they were like, Amanda's like got a lot of hair on her neck. And she was like, yeah, I know. But like, what can she do? <laughs> and then what? she told me and I'm like, thanks so much. Now you're just making me really self-conscious. But like, I know it's, that's not what you meant. You just want me to not have hair on my neck. Okay, I get it. But like, that, and that's eventually why I stopped using Nair because um, I wanted to be hair free. You don't want it to look like a three-day beard from exactly. other people. Yeah. 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 So. <sighs> yeah. Yeah, it's it's difficult. Mm-hmm. I, I, I prevented or tried to prevent the shaving my face for ages because Same. I was like, it's just gonna get more and I'm not get, like, it's just, and I, eventually I need to shave every day and fuck all of that and yeah. I mean, work be- from home helps a bit. <laughs> true i'd be really curious um about people with pcos who have tried electrolysis um like more permanent ways of removing i went that i did that once on my face it's so fucking painful but did you just get it once because like i know that no you need um, to do it a couple of times yeah um and i was always told that like if i went down the electrolysis road that because the hair is formed by hormones that it will just come back so I never tried it, but I actually they don't know the per- truth behind it. They are never, like, the way I read it always was that it's never a very permanent thing anyway. Mm-hmm. Like, it's something that you do a lot of the times. It will reduce the hair growth. They will come back thinner. Um, and uh, and you will have longer periods of time where you not don't need to do it. But you will eventually always need to go back and, t- and do it. Mm. And yes, it's only, I also have this IPL thing from Philips that's doing the thing with the laser bit, but that also only works if you have dark hair and like light skin, exactly for, it's not effective for black folks. It's also not effective for people with blonde hair or red hair. It needs Mm -hmm. to be, and you need to be the right skin tone for it as well. If you tan better and, um, the state hand more that's also not really helpful like it depends on the melanin i'm not sure it's if the something in the hair or something the hair and skin i don't know maybe it's the melanin i'm not entirely mm-hmm. sure now um maybe it's melanin i'm not but i did that a while and i did know for me i think i have like the ideal mixture of both like tight light skin, tight skin i don't have tight skin light skin and dark hair um I did it under my armpits for a while and you could literally see like the patches that that, you need to do it really regularly. Like the self-use IPL thingy, um, which which consistency is my issue in life with everything basically. But you could see it was fascinating that you saw the patches where it stopped growing back because you need to get the hair in the process while it grows. Right. Um, so you need to repeat it every like two weeks or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I did the one on, on my face at the doctor's. This is the fucking painfulest thing I have ever experienced in my life. It's not true, but it hurts so bad. Um, and 
yeah, I had maybe a couple of months and it's like back in full force already. And I, because it's also quite expensive actually to do it, I stopped doing mm-hmm. it too. So, and fun. again, you need to have the right combination of everything. So if you're a redhead woman with a lot of hair, you, you're screwed. If you're a black woman with hair, you're screwed. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It will yeah. be so lovely. It'll be a really great bonding experience, Gemma said in yeah. chat. I can't wait for all of us to shave together the morning of the wedding. That's <laughs> so true. Yeah. Like Gemma tried to make things sound really horrible for me, and I was like, do you think I really give a shit? And I already have like 90% of the hair you're telling me I'm going to grow, so what do you mean? <laughs> me. <laughs> oh, gosh. So my final thoughts on PCOS Um I just wish we knew more and there was more help available. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. I wish I didn't feel like nobody cared. Mm -hmm. Would I have had some heart issue and a broken heart valve or some other hormonal issue? People would, if if I had my thyroids, people would also care more. Yeah. But the thyroids are fine. Everything else is shit. Well, that's another thing that's often linked to PCOS is a thyroid. Yeah. (laughs) Throwing that in there right at the end. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so basically everything's connected. Nobody gives a shit and nobody knows. Mm -hmm. Um, (sighs) Fun. We would love to uh, know your thoughts on PCOS um, and the broken medical system and all of the things. You can let us know on social media or you can join us in Discord where we will very happily continue this conversation and we always have a... Um, health and wellness channel um, eventually um, to have safe discussions about uh, health and medicine and all of this stuff. So you can find our Discord at geekcaring.com forward slash Discord. Exactly. And next week we will have a less um, intense episode, I think. <laughs> yeah, we've put Geek Girl in the news off two weeks in a row now because we've had like something um, more pressing to talk about. So Yeah, and the news, we just take news whenever they come. Like we're not exactly. bound to months anymore. <laughs> no, where it is like, oh, this is more important than news. Um, it's true. And we have a really cool interview lined up in two weeks with a awesome um, American author um, and geek. Uh, author and geek. Um, author and geek author and geek and um it's not too late to join the geek caring book club if you would like a free copy of the digital book to join us for that discussion love that so we see us again uh, see us see we see us again and you again next week for another amazing episode of geek caring see you then If you like this episode of Geek Caring, why not leave us an iTunes review? You can also find us on social at Geek Caring and over on geekcaring.com. 